You're listening to Working with the System, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan found at gettingtogod.com. Visit gettingtogod.com for more podcasts, articles, videos, and collections of information about the search of the soul. This podcast is part of a series called Stages of Faith, in which I talk about all of the stages I personally went through and the general order I went through them. You can get the entire series free at gettingtogod.com forward slash stages. At one point, I went through this one specific stage of faith that really helped me bond with God. During this stage, I wasn't sure if God could forgive me for what I'd done wrong in my life. I accepted that he may throw me into the fire when my life was over, and I accepted the fact that I'd made my own choices. At that time, I'd still had consequences for some rebellion against what I should be doing as a Christian. But I kept having this one thought. Even if God can't accept me, I still want to learn to do what's right. Even if God couldn't accept me as part of his own system, I knew his system was the only one that worked. At times in my life, I tried to do things the way of the dark side. I grew up around a lot of people in my community whose philosophy was and and still is, for many of them, whoever hurts the other person more wins. In other words, when there was social conflict, an argument, accusation, or anything else, vengeance was, and still is, a way of life. And it's not just the people I grew up around who think, feel, and act like that. It's a very popular worldly thing to deliberately cause damage to someone long before forgiveness is even a thought. You know, I've actually seen entire books on ways to take revenge on someone, which basically means I've seen books on how to go against forgiveness and love for one another, which means I've seen books that go directly against what Jesus stood for. And for some time in my life, years ago, that's what I did. I went against what Christ sacrificed so much to show us. I remember moment after moment when I would do what I've seen so many other people do up into their 40s, 50s, 60s, even their 70s and beyond. I'd get this self-inflicted case of genius complex just because I'd think of some new way of causing someone a problem. Then I'd do something vengeful, puff myself up in a mirror and say something like, yeah, mess with me, will ya? And then I'd tell my friends and get a laugh and a pat on the back. And for some reason, it felt good. No, let me say that in a different way. For many reasons, it felt good. Not only did I think I actually did something noteworthy and stood up for myself or someone else, I felt accepted. Because that pat on the back is a nice feeling. But then later, I found that an acknowledgement from God that I was doing his will was worth way more than a high five from a human who's as broken as I am. Even if we're hiding that breakage, which, by the way, is the only difference. What I mean is, the difference between someone who appears broken and someone who doesn't is not that one is broken and the other isn't. The difference is that one's breakage is more obvious and the other's is more hidden. And that, I believe, is one reason God says to leave the vengeance to him. Because no matter how much we puff ourselves up in the mirror or the window, as long as we're human, we're broken. Unless you were somehow brought up in another perfect world and transferred to earth to be a judge.
don't get any ideas. But later on in life, I figured out that the anger I had over injustice, either to myself or someone else, it wasn't really my anger. I'm a child of God, and I'm trying to be a Christian, which means little Christ. That doesn't mean I just accept some of what Jesus did and throw away what's not comfortable. That means I have to accept all of his lessons and, as he said, forgiveness and love for everyone, including people I don't want to love. Those are two of the biggest rules I'm supposed to follow. Not because someone else wants me to or tells me to, but because that's a major part of the system that I know works. So then, as a Christian and a human being, it's supposed to be natural for me to let go of anger toward bad behavior. It's supposed to be natural for me to forgive. And as an expert in early childhood, I know the reality of how people learn bad behavior, that there is no such thing as a good or bad person. Just different combinations of good and bad behavior learned by growing up around those who demonstrate it. So whose anger is it? If I'm following a worldly example of corrupt justice, if I'm letting anger and hate flow through me and acting out vengeance, if I engage in anything like slander, vandalism, harassment, or anything like it, then could I possibly be using the system that God sent his son to teach us? It's a simple answer. No. And if we studied the Bible, studied the world, studied human psychology, and studied our own broken versions of justice, then we know that anger belongs to someone else. That anger belongs to someone who decides to be God's enemy. And in my book, and in God's book, that would be the devil. Personally, I have no reason to try to steal God's throne. I have no reason to look in the mirror and see my own false god. And therefore, I have no reason to carry someone else's anger over getting slapped down for wanting those things. I do sometimes get angry over injustice and people damaging other people, but I don't wake up the next day thinking about how I could take out the person who did it. Because through experience, observation, study, and sorting out a lot of data, I figured out that the devil's anger is a God-sized problem. And the fact that he sent us his son is proof that God also knows that it's a God-sized problem. Would I like to see bad behavior gone out of this world? Yes, that's why I start where I should, by correcting my own. But do I have the power to fulfill prophecy and run a universe that this earth is part of? No, and neither does anyone else. And that's why I turn to the system that works. Now I know that standing up for myself or someone else means using the tools that God and Christ gave us. That way everyone has a chance to be benefited, not just me, the person I stand up for, and the people who'd pat me on the back for being destructive. God's system leaves me in a better state of mind. I'm able to think clearly about the education it takes to make the kind of difference that human vengeance can't. And that's God's system. One that uses love, forgiveness, and trust in someone with much more intelligence and wisdom than we have. If you apply it and adapt to it, then you're following Jesus, even if you don't know it. If you love that system, then you love God, even if you don't know it. 
because that system isn't just created and maintained by him. It is him. God is love. You've been listening to Working with the System, a podcast by Sean P. Keenan, found at gettingtogod.com. Visit gettingtogod.com for more podcasts, articles, videos, and collections of information about the search of the soul.